Well, at the end of episode 11 of season 4 of Virgin River, there's a song that kind of leads you into the credits and kind of serving as a bridge between episode 11 and episode 12. And the line that is sung is, have a little faith in me. And for those who would have watched the previous episodes, they kind of would understand why at the very end of episode 11 into episode 12, why that would be the transition song, have a little faith in me. That word faith is one that I think we are quite familiar with. It is because of faith that we have come here tonight to celebrate the Holy Eucharist. Our faith in God and in God's promises gather us here and everything that God revealed to Moses, all the things that Jesus taught, that that faith brings us here tonight. That word faith, though, I think it's important for us to look at it, maybe see what it means, how people have defined it, and how we ourselves can define and react to that word faith. The dictionary would tell you faith is complete trust or confidence in someone or something. The sentence they use to demonstrate this, this restores one's faith in politicians. So it's kind of a secular sense of faith, faith in a certain individual, someone or something. There's the secondary definition, of course, which deals with religious purposes. A strong belief in God or in the doctrines of a religion based on spiritual apprehension rather than proof. Bereaved people who have shown supreme faith. That's their example for that definition, and that's really the definition that we know of and pertains to us tonight, but I even think that secular one, complete trust or confidence in someone, well, we put our trust and confidence in the Lord Jesus, that he rose from the dead, that he meant what he said, and that he will fulfill his promises to each one of us, and so there is a faith in a person, a divine person, who is Jesus, the Son of God. The Catechism of the Catholic Church would tell us that faith is a theological virtue. So you might know that the theological virtues are faith, hope, and charity or love. These theological virtues are given to us by virtue of baptism. So if you are baptized, you have received, infused in you the virtues of faith, hope, and love, which then continue to grow throughout one's life. So the Catechism of the Catholic Church would define faith as this, a theological virtue by which we believe in God and believe all that he has said and revealed to us and that the Holy Church proposes for our belief because he is truth itself. By faith, man freely commits his entire self to God and for this reason, the believer seeks to know and do God's will kind of a faith in all of the things that we've come to know and to learn throughout our life, through our study of faith. Another definition given by the Catechism says, by faith man completely submits his intellect and his will to God, and with his whole being gives assent to God who is the revealer, 
Sacred scripture calls this human response the obedience of faith. So believing in all of the things that God has revealed. So we have the dictionary definition, we have some catechism definitions, technical definitions, and really tonight our scripture readings tell us a little bit about faith as well. In the Book of Wisdom, we heard about the Passover and how those individuals put faith in the sure knowledge of which it was that they believed. So the sure knowledge of which they put their faith in. That Moses told them that the angel of death would pass over their homes if they would mark it by the blood of the Lamb. They put faith in that, in those words of Moses, and truly it came to be. And then the letter to the Hebrews, our second reading tonight, tells us that faith is the realization of what is hoped for and evidence of things not seen. So what is hoped for? Well, for us as Christian believers, what's hoped for is eternal life, that one day we'll attain life with God forever, and that's why we do what we do, and it's evidence of things not seen. We haven't seen the Lord Jesus outside of the Holy Eucharist. We weren't eyewitnesses like the apostles were to some of the marvelous events contained in the Gospels. And so we take them at their word. It's belief and evidence of things not seen. But then the author to the Hebrews tells us, That by faith, Abraham obeyed, and by faith, Abraham was put to the test. So Abraham, often called our father in faith, Abraham obeys what God tells him. God tells him, take take your son Isaac and sacrifice him. And so by obedience, by faith, Abraham does this, believing that this has some purpose in the eyes of God only for God to provide the sacrifice of a bull and to reward that blind faith of Abraham as he climbed that mountain. Think in our lives, sometimes we might come to a point where there is a crisis of faith that maybe we no longer know what it is that we believe in. And so then we have to examine that and come to terms with what it is that we believe. And Even if we're not at a point of a crisis of faith, I think it's good for us sometimes to examine it and to think about what it is that I believe and do I simply go through the motions or do I actually believe these things? For example, an examination of faith that we might do tonight is we'd ask that question, what do I believe in? And so there's lots that we could say, well... There's lots of stories in the sacred scriptures in the Old Testament and in the New Testament. So do I believe all of these accounts? Even go to Abraham who by faith obeys God. Well, do I believe that Abraham really was going to sacrifice his son? Or is this some story that's been told that maybe it's not true? By faith we should say, yes, I believe this story. Or the many miracles of Jesus in the New Testament. Do I believe that He multiplied loaves of bread and fishes and fed thousands of people that he turned water into wine. We might also say, well, what do I believe in? Well, in a few moments, we're going to profess our faith with the creed, and tonight we'll use the Apostles' Creed, and 
says, you know, I believe in God, the Father Almighty, the creator of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered death, rose from the dead, ascended into heaven, all of these tenets of our faith. And so do I believe all of those things? It's kind of a fantastical thing to believe in, that the Son of God was born of a virgin by the power of the Holy Spirit without the generation of a man. It's something that to the world, if they hear it, why would you believe that? But here we are, we profess that tonight. And so do I really believe that Jesus was born of Mary, that he died and that he rose from the dead? We also gather tonight to celebrate the Eucharist. So that requires faith. That ordinary bread and wine is transformed into the body and blood of Christ. And sometimes people lack faith in that. There was once a priest who lacked faith in Lanciano, Italy. And as he said those words of consecration, the bread truly became body and began to bleed. And so known as a Eucharistic miracle. So maybe we... Think about our Eucharistic faith. Do I really believe that I receive the Lord Jesus tonight in Holy Communion? If I lack faith in my life, well, then I ask for more faith. And it's not wrong if we have a lack of faith, but we can make that movement towards deeper faith by asking. And even the apostles in the scriptures one time went to Jesus and said, Lord, increase our faith. So it's a request that they made. It's a request that we can make. Today, Jesus asks us to have a little faith in him, to have a little faith in all that he did, the miracles he performed, to have a little faith in all of the things that he taught, to have a little faith that he really did accomplish defeat of death and sin by dying on the cross and rising from the dead, to have a little faith that he wants us to live with him forever in the kingdom of heaven. If we have just a little faith in Jesus tonight, he says that we can move mountains.